back at it again. Back at it again with the white fans. Oh, but you have white sneakers now. I do. Target has some real good um, shoe options this season. Um, I said we are going to New York, and I needed white sneakers. Yes, and they look good. They do. Don't yeah. they? They're yeah. comfy too. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Target has like memory foam in their sneakers now. It's kind of, yeah. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> no. I should have got a pair. Well, no, I don't need any more shoes. <laughs> no, also, you don't need shoes from Target. I'm poor. <laughs> no. <laughs> I buy Target shoes too. But you don't need to. I. But I have them. <laughs> don't, hey, don't. Hey now. Yes, I do buy a lot of things from ASOS. Don't forget to use code Tabitha Thomas for 20% off. But we're not sponsored by them, but we would like to be. Listen, okay, I I don't actually get like anything from ASOS, but the amount of word of mouth and hard work that I put into telling people about ASOS, A-S-O-S, is is phenomenal like we tell everyone it started to become part like i promote it because of her yeah and i don't even shop from there as like no well no i make you shop from there and then and then you (laughs) shop from there that's basically what happens but anyway so i'm daria good this is tabitha thomas yeah (laughs) um Um, we are not sponsored by asos or target although if they would like to reach out to us please do um but today we have 19 crimes. Cali Rose. Cali Rose. This is the Snoop Dogg edition, I guess. Yeah, because there's this one and then there's Martha Stewart. And because they, they team up together. Oh, you didn't know. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Is it a team up between Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg? Because yeah. that is what I would love to see. No, that's what it is. Really? No, they're best friends. What? You didn't know this? No. They do so many things together. They have a Tostitos ad together. They are besties. They, cause like Martha, Martha's a little crazy. Like she's been to jail. So that's why it's 19 crimes. <laughs> did they meet in in jail? Like what? No, 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 no. They did like a, they did. They did a heist together. Yes. <sighs> and they also did a show together where they cooked. Uh. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so now they're besties. This is good, by the way. You you can you you, you can say it out loud. She like whispered it to me and was like mimic like this is good. And I'm like, this is why I'm we're sorry. here. I was not prepared for it to be good, but it's delightful. I love this. Oh. This oh. week. Anyway, besides the the Snoop Dogg Rose, we are also uh, raiding Hocus Pocus 2 because it's the spooky season. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we've gone through two spookies. When will this be coming out? This will be coming out about like the week after Halloween, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be unfortunate. If is that true? That is true. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I did okay. not look at a calendar. We that is what's happening, but you know what? Because the spooky season needs to continue a little longer because we have to fight off the oncoming of Christmas. It gets earlier every year and I'm not for it. I love Christmas. I just don't need it to happen in August. Okay, it's not August. First of all, it's October. Second, we had an argument about this last night where I was just like, it's almost Christmas. And she was like, no, No, it's it's not. not. And I just don't understand why you hate Christmas. I I don't hate Christmas. I just don't need it to take up half of my entire year. It's not. It's literally not. We are in October. Are you, do you start Christmas music in November? No. Then why are you trying to start Christmas now? I, no, I, no, I'm not trying to start Christmas now. I'm trying to start the looking forward to Christmas now. Oh, well, people, I always look forward to Christmas. I just don't want to think about it in my life until December. Okay, but 
What? Okay, listen. I I pick out Christmas presents throughout the entire year. Well, yeah, that's what a smart person does. I don't do that because I'm not smart. Well, no, no, no. But, like, I'm just excited to, like, give people their presents. So that's yes. so that's why I'm, like, the countdown to looking forward to Christmas. Okay. I'm not a crazy person who, like, listens to Mariah Carey 24 hours. Like, no. Fuck those people. But, like... But shout out to all those people who listen to... to Where there's an upsurge in All I Want for Christmas is You in July. Because y'all... Y'all are real ride or die. Can y'all be <laughs> yeah. that ride or die for us? Because damn. Yeah. Um So, yeah. We're going to get into a Hocus Pocus 2. We... Uh, listen. So, here's here's a little secret about us. We record two of these at a time. And because of that... <laughs> wow, it's really taken no time at all for our secrets to come out. I mean, they were going to find out eventually. Um, yeah. Like, because of that, we've, we have just finished from Dusted On 2, and we're still a little shell-shocked from recording that. Um, yeah. But it's okay. We're still at Gotham Studios. Oh, we're, shit. It's, it's going well. <laughs> um, we love their space. We love their people. Yeah. Um, but because of that, we we also watched we watched From Dusk Till Dawn, and then we watched Hocus Pocus 2, like, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Because business women. Business women. And we were, we were supposed to watch it on the flight from L.A. to New York. But both of us fell asleep. Like, so hard. Like, <sighs> it was like... Okay, so like I have this anxiety where I cannot I cannot fall asleep the night before a flight because I feel like I'm going to miss the flight. It's I am I am one of the characters from uh New York Minute of the uh, the Olsen Twins movie. Oh yeah. Where she's like the time and she's in like it's just like, "Oh no, I'm missing it. Yeah. I'm missing it. I'm missing it." So like I didn't fall asleep and then she did. She slept fine. I listened to her talk in her sleep the entire night. And <laughs> I I'm I apologize who like if you ever are like on a long weekend and we happen to be in the same room while I sleep, I I talk in my sleep, I giggle maniacally in my sleep. Mm-hmm. I apparently make the start of jokes in my sleep. We did see a comedy show the night before by, yeah. from to support our friend Atticus Hinckley. Yeah. Um follow him. Follow him. Uh which is throwing out people today <laughs> yeah we really are um um but i like like sleeping with me is a menace and like if you happen to like be a friend and you share a bed with me like i there's no promises that i won't punch you in the face in the middle of the night. <laughs> wait what <laughs> wait what <laughs> i i what? do it rarely what? i do it rarely we are sharing we are sharing an auto- a hotel room and a bed literally and this has never come up wait the fuck <laughs> Once in a while, I end up hitting someone in the middle of the night. But it's usually someone that I already had, like, predisposed, like, feelings of of not, of, of like, I, like, I wasn't in a good place with them. I'm in a great place with you, so I probably won't hit you in the middle of the night. If anything, I'll just end up, like, cuddling into you in the middle of the night. Like, like I nestle. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I just would like to say, when I booked this hotel and I asked you <laughs> if, if a single bed was okay because it was cheaper, you said, yeah. Well, I'm fine in a single in a single bed. I will remember it. Oh, oh great, great, fantastic. Maybe first fight. May, may, <laughs> may, maybe I won't remember it either because I might be concussed. Um. <laughs> um. Anyways, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> no, I promise I will not hit you in the middle of the night. Thank you. Uh, I won't hit you either. Thank, Thank you. you. I will. I wouldn't remember it. I sleep like a brick. 
You do. You when you are asleep, you are asleep, and then you wonder why I like tap you on the head. <laughs> well, okay. So I take a poll. I how do you wake your friend up? Like I will grab your shoulder and I will be like, Hey, Tabitha. Hey, hey, baby girl. How's it going? Like it's time to wake up. She comes over and she's like, no, I, don't, I don't on my forehead. <laughs> don't do that. It's what you do because it's what your dog does too. And he, our, our very beautiful dog of the apartment, will yeah. come up and like only my head will be visible, and he'll just throw paws at my face and be like, "Bitch, wake up!" Listen, I'm so off. <laughs> my dog, he just he doesn't understand that he's big. That's it. He just he just goes. Whoop. Hey, and like he just thinks he's a tiny dog. Now me, I do go. Hey, Daria. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like right in the middle of my forehead. It's like, it's no, it's only no. I go, Daria, and then I go, Daria, Daria. <laughs> it's like the third time. It's a rule of three. I am a comedian. Um. <laughs> I, I um, paid attention in Zara's class. Um, so anyway, this is seems like the perfect unhinged opening to our movie of the week, which is Hocus Pocus Two. Um, we the, well, I don't know what this episode is because we are drinking Snoop Dogg Rose. We are watching Hocus Pocus Two. The world does not make sense. No. Um, but let's start off with the trailer. The Ooh. trailer, which I accidentally hit play on a minute ago, but you didn't hear it. Maybe you did. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so. Here we go. It's Disney 100. Yeah. That's nice. All right. I banish thee from Salem forever. This is so dramatic. They were right to fear thee. Listen, I'm tired of trailers Magic being better at going for the theme of what they were going for than the movie. Yeah. Dust till dawn, perfect trailer. A gift for my favorite customers. Yeah, it was. Legend has it, it's on the 16th birthday that a witch gets her powers. Damn, wait, where's this movie? I wanted to watch this. His dumb face is so funny. The alcohol is ten percent. She's looking at the bottle. That's one of the main plots of the whole movie. Yeah. They should not have put that in the trailer. That's another thing about trailers these days. It's like trailers end up giving away most of the movie. Yeah. And it bothers the fuck out of me. Yeah. That's not six feet under. Stop! I am a good zombie! Doug Jones. Doug Jones. 
Alrighty. So a lot of you, because this was on Disney Plus, if you didn't know. Yeah. Came out uh, the 30th of September. Yeah. Um, so the original one was, we're, we're a little more put together than the, than the last one. So We the, did a little bit more research for this. So like, also like, part of this is that we are sh- like, like we've done straight to VHS. We were also doing straight to DVD, but we're doing straight to streaming for like pandemic movies and stuff like that, because it's kind of the next step. We no longer use mm-hmm. DVD and VHS as a society. So we do straight to streaming. Right. Um, so, the original one came out the year I was born, 1993. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, and it has an audience score of 6.9 with a budget of $28 million and it made $45 million overall gross. Nice. Um, so, but the opening weekend was only $8 million because it came out the same week as Free Willy. Ah. Uh. Which is weird. Um, yeah, odd, odd time. So, they, they came out with this Halloween movie. During the summer, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like Forbes magazine wrote an entire, or not not Forbes, mm-hmm. a different, um, no, a different magazine wrote an entire article all about how, like, that they believe that this, that the reason that the original Hocus Pocus didn't do very well is because it came out during the summer instead of at Halloween, mm-hmm. which, valid. Right. But there's, like, it's a much layered, more layered conversation than that because it came out in 93. Right. So the the audience nowadays is much more open to receiving things about witches and and dark magic and killing people than we were in 1993. Well, yeah, because, like, literally when we got off the plane and we were at JFK, there was a girl who had a... Ouija board like tote bag mm-hmm. and I was like yeah like, like witch culture and like that whole thing is it's now a, resur- a resurgence yeah it's a resurgence it's it's more commonplace than it was in 1993 because like in 1993 yeah. like okay <clears throat> I I grew up Christian don't don't cry for me and um because of that like the whole Christian culture at this time was solely against anything that was anything remotely demonic or anything remotely close or associated with demonic spirits. And even though it was a Disney movie that had no actual witchcraft in it, like, Focus on the Family came out against it. Like, it was very much like a, don't go see this or your children will now have demonic spirits. Yes, so that's really the reason it did not do well. It was a little before its time. Mm-hmm. However, o- Hocus Pocus 2 is, like, coming out at a perfect time because we're seeing the resurgence of, like, like it is common day practice to see girls in your in your chem class have just crystals. Yeah. Like, we, we all have crystals. Like, every day I walk by someone, someone's just like, oh, my God, that's Tiger's eye. Oh, my God, I'm wearing my rose quartz today. Um, like, even if you're not really in crystal culture, like, I don't consider myself as, like, People buy it for me, so I'll wear it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, like, that little extra, like, well, if it's, maybe it's doing something, maybe it's not. But at least, like, it helps me in my my mindfulness. Right. It's, like, good karma. It's just, it's just, like, we're we're now to the point now where everyone is just wanting good to happen, especially after the pandemic. So we will get it any way we motherfucking want. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So everyone is just kind of, like, spiritual. <clears throat> like, the amount of people on Hinge that I come across that are just Spiritual. spiritual. Is just because like everyone is just trying to, trying to be okay. We accidentally became spiritual because we we saw a psychic one night and we, 
We she, were like, yeah, this might as well be something that we do. Well, yeah, she is now my personal psychic, and she um, texts me from time to time. Like, she texted me before we got on this trip and was just like, hope you guys have a good trip. Um, I'm praying for you. I love that. Um, yeah, she's great. Um, I'm not giving you her name because she's mine. Um, Fine. <laughs> Uh, but any, so, so this is a really good time for this to come out because everyone kind of has a handle on like what like the good the crystals do sort of like this this there's a lot of like light magic stuff mm-hmm. that like Wiccans are coming back into fashion like we're kind of moving away from like big Christianity yeah big um, like, just big religion big religion in general right so this is a great time to sort of explore that. Did this movie explore that at no. all in any facet? No. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of upsetting to me because if you're like showing that it's okay for young girls to be like in like be in touch with their spirituality, maybe you should have done a better job at like educating on them on that. Um, that's beside the point. Yeah. So So the really crazy thing about this is it has already won an award. Already. Yeah. Jesus, it has been like Eight days. Yeah, it won an award for the uh, a queerty award for the next big thing. Um, what award? It's it's Q U E E R T Y. What queerness was in this movie? The drag queens. I'm gonna need everyone collectively to do better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw the drag queens and I was just like, oh yeah, we're doing like witch like costume contests. Of course, there's gonna be drag queens. The, the drag queens weren't the ones who won, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, they weren't. No, it was a bunch of, like, 23-year-old girls who won. Yeah. Fuck those but girls. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So, so on the Queer Tier Award. Yeah, I know. I I, I just... Wait, you're stepping on my... Oh, no. Everything's fine. She's... No, we're fine. Um. So... <laughs> so... Let's let's get into it. Let's... 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 Let's talk about it. So... Again, because I grew up in Christianity, I did. I've only watched the first one once, so I didn't really remember it, and oh. I didn't really have time to watch it before we recorded this. It's okay. So I, I, um, I didn't grow up on this movie, but around my high school years, I went to a performing arts high school, um, and my friend group. This kind of became our Halloween ritual. We would watch this, and we'd watch like. John Mulaney. Because John Mulaney, y'all. John Mulaney. Um, but, like, this was our, like, this was, like, our Halloween movie. We were, like, three girls, and, like, we loved we loved watching Hocus Pocus. And that's really what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, both my two other friends, they are big crystal fiends. They love it. Um, they both read tarot. They both do one of them. One of them doesn't do tarot. She does, like, the angel offshoot. Okay. Uh, and does, like, angel cards and, like, and, like is really believes in that. Mm-hmm. Um and so that this is the thing that we would watch. So I I love this movie. Um, it is it is as far as like cult classics go, it's a great movie because mm-hmm. it it the first one especially was like really strong female characters um, that have banded together and have lasted through the centuries together and are like very very powerful. And yes, they are quote unquote evil, but also it was like. You know, they're just so iconic. Yeah. They're just so iconic. Great song. I put a spell on you. And it's like all of these like big women who are in who were really big in musical theater. Yeah. Like just taking over the stage. So of course, like performing arts high school girls loved it. Oh, right, because it's Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette Midler, and uh Kathy um Naj Naj Yes. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> no, and she, um, and she was in Sister Act, and she's just in she's in so many different things, and she's so wonderful, and she yeah. seems like a sweet person. And all of these people have had huge careers beside yeah. this movie, and like the original was made. It is one of those movies when you watch it, you feel the love mm-hmm. that was taken to take this movie. It's very similar to like why. The Princess Bride became such a great cult classic is because even if you didn't understand it on the initial watch and the the marketing wasn't very good for it when it came out in theaters, the love of making this movie, every single actor loves the movie that they're in, the writers really cared about it, they put so much time into it, regardless of the money, that it succeeds because it is generally a thing that like people don't think about it when you watch movies or TV. If the people who are making the thing care about it, it will succeed. Yeah. Because because it'll find that community that it needs. Mm-hmm. That's where I really think this movie falls short, is like the love was gone. Yeah, because it became more about Disney making money. And nostalgia, based off nostalgia, but didn't have the people who had the nostalgia for this movie making it. Yeah, because even me, who had not watched Hocus Pocus 2, could see that there was just a lot of nostalgia grabs and a lot of just like reaching for things when the script could have just been better. And I yeah. and I do understand like the, there was something wrong and they had to redo the script at the last minute. Um yeah, so so one of our other friends basically enlightened us on this is that originally it was supposed to be the original Danny who mm-hmm. was the little girl in the first movie who we all know and love and she was so much more iconic than the little boy. Um and she was supposed to be a main character, but because she was filming something else, they had to rewrite the script in a smaller time frame and recast and do everything. So a lot of the major um, like plot points had to be taken out and replaced with this new girl who you don't know and don't care about. Right, because I imagine, this is what I actually imagine was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I imagine that what was supposed to happen was the girl who they cast as the main girl was supposed to be the daughter of her mm. and the little boy, and that's why she is biracial. Mm. And they were siblings in the first one, babe. Oh damn! <laughs> no, no, no! The little boy who the oh yeah what the 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 boy who who is now the owner of the shop. Oh yeah! Oh, that would have been so much better. Or maybe I'm just a better writer than Disney. But <laughs> hire Tabitha Thomas to Please? be on your script team. She will fix all of your problems. I will. Um, <laughs> but like, but that's what I imagine was supposed to happen because, like, it doesn't make sense because they don't get into her lineage on why she's a witch. You never meet her parents. Mm-mm. You never see anything about her other than they reference their parents by their first name, which also heathens, and then. And and then they just go about their day and they're like, oh, she's a witch because it's she's sixteen. Yeah. So so okay, we probably should kind of go by the movie and follow her. <laughs> right. Okay. Sorry. Um. So basically, like watching this movie, they kind of try to give you a background on the Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. So they like you know cast lookalikes, whatever. It's like sixteen, whatever, ninety, whatever. Yeah. Um. And and. The whole reason why the the girls kind of became witches in the first place is because Winifred was promised to marry to this boy mm-hmm. by the preacher, preacher of the town. And she didn't want to because, of course, she she's supposed to be 16. She looks like she's 12. Yeah. 
And she had already shared a kiss with Billy Butcherson, who, if you will remember, is the zombie from the first movie. Right. Uh, and Billy Butcherson is just like, what the fuck? Because, like, that's on brand. Right. Um, and, and, the pre- and the preacher did it because her their parents have died. Mm-hmm. And and he fills upon himself to like at least get the eldest sister married, so that way maybe the younger sisters can be taken care of. Yeah, so like it is, it, it's done out of some sense of love. But this girl is twelve, so you kind of feel like, damn, like this is not okay. Right, and enter Buster <clears throat> Bluth, who is the preacher. Yeah. But oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> he's in so much, and he's also in Veep. Um, yeah. also. Two Veep alums in this movie because he's a Veep alum yeah. and so is the man in the shop. And I got to look up his name. Um, um, I'm trying to find it. Sam Richardson. Yes. Um, he, they're like both Veep alums. And if you haven't watched Veep, I more than recommend. Yeah. Um, so anyway, now the three girls don't want to marry and they cause a little bit of havoc and they run to the forest and now have this this vendetta against um, uh, uh, Tony Hale, mm-hmm. uh, the, the actor who plays both Reverend Trask and the... the um, mayor. Yeah, the mayor who is, you know, of the Trask line. Um, and because they are, they like all run to the the forest and are like running away. And they, it's it's her sixteenth birthday, which is apparently when you gain powers as a witch. Yes. Um, and uh, what's her face? Rebecca from Ted Lasso. <laughs> Rebecca from Ted Lasso as the high witch. Which love her. Wish we could have seen her more because icon. Yes. In um, every aspect. I I saw her and I was like, I hope she gets more screen time than this. And she spoiler, didn't. she did not. Um, but she basically gifts them the the book. Um, oh, Hannah Waddington. Yeah, she gives them the book and tells them that because you're now 16, you get powers because you're in the sacred witch space. Mm-hmm. Um, cut to our new found witches yeah. of the modern era. Who are dealing with their friend who got a boyfriend. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's a trio of girls that's been split apart because one of them went and got a boyfriend to the to the jock and mm-hmm. basically because of that they have formed a rift in their friendship. Right. And every year they were like so so these little girls are like <laughs> I would like to say that like the main trio of girls who are also supposed to be sixteen look to be about seven years older than the well Winifred look alike. Well, okay, listen, because the girl who actually Whitney Peck, she's born in two thousand and three. Oh no way. Yeah. Oh my god, we share a birthday. Yeah, you do. Jesus, I'm older than her? Yeah. This is not okay. No, I know. No, <laughs> this no, no. This is not okay. No, no, no. I looked at that and I said, oh damn, I was just going to spring that on you. Um, um, well, <laughs> hey, Winnie Pack, we share a birthday, sister. Um, you did good work, although I don't know why this was made. <laughs> and, um, and so was the girl who was dating the jock. She's also born in that year as well. Really? I can't believe, because they look like they're, like, not, what are they, 19? 20. They're, I can't, I can't do math. Wait, I, no. No, that's not right. They're, they're in, like, 19. They're 19. I've done, um, I've, you know what, I've had too much of 19 crimes, so. <laughs> That is exactly why. <laughs> um, so, wow, I can't believe they're, like, younger than me by a significant amount. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, 
So, so we have these new, like, trio of girls who they're witchy for this day and age, so they, like, use crystals, and they, like, go visit the the new and improved Sanderson Sisters shop. Yeah. Which has been, um... Modernized. Modernized and, and turned into and, a... And, and, and to, like, a basic, like, a, a modern crystal shop that also sells candles. Yeah, and then also, you know, it tells about the history of the town. Yeah, because um, it's Salem, so... Run by Sam Richardson. Right. Um... And they, 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 the reason that they are classified as, like, witchy people is because this girl, she, she sees her friend who she is mad at, and it's her birthday. Her friend does not wish her a happy birthday, by the Mm -hmm. way. So, I don't like her. And then, (laughs) like, and then they go and they sit down to take this test, and... And she goes, well, no, no, they sit down in class and she goes, listen, I think there's going to be a pop quiz today. It's Halloween. He's a jerk. This seems like the thing he would do. Actually, if he was an actual jerk, he would do it the day after Halloween because Mm. that's the day that, you know, ain't nobody studied, but whatever. So it's the day of Halloween. She pulls Mm -hmm. out a crystal and she says, listen, I want good luck. So... I pull out a crystal. Yeah, which, like, honestly, like, I'm all about that. I wish they had kept more of that in the movie mm-hmm. because, like, that is showing, like, sort of... What they could have gone for is they could have gone for a dynamic of this is dark, dark magic that you shouldn't fuck with versus, like, actual helpful mindfulness, mm-hmm. like, quote-unquote magic that, like, it revolves around spiritual and, like, alignment of the universe and, like like, these sort of, like, things that are actually helpful to people who who believe in in the good work of crystals and things. Right. Because because at no point in this movie do you believe that this girl is an actual witch, which is the problem. No point. Because Even when she's actually doing magic, you're like, nah. No. Because because like she because if she had pulled out anything that she had had in her pocket or anything that she had had in her backpack at all her phone app fucking co-star like if she had if she had pulled out anything at all to say yes i am a current day witch these are witch things other than a crystal rock that was basically turquoise and just put it on the thing like there there was nothing to signify a modern day witch nothing at all so she she gets mad and and basically she tells a spell which is like a Chipotle order. Yeah. It, it, to, to to basically mess with her friend's boyfriend. And he's like, Oh my god, she's casting a spell on me. Mm-hmm. Um and she was just like, nah, I was just saying words under my breath so that you would and so she gets sent to detention. Well, no no, no. they get sent to the principal's office. Oh. And then he gets Saturday detention. Uh, and then we never find out what she gets. No, we do not. Uh, But instead, she and her other friend, who was in good standing, go to the magic shop run by Gilbert, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Sam Richardson. And he's, like, retelling the Sanderson story. Yeah. Um, And it's obvious that they frequent the shop a lot because they're modern-day witches. Yeah. Um, And he, he is a practicing, like... Warlock. Warlock, I guess. Um... And at this point in time, the shop is now selling uh, fake black candles and books from the first movie. Right. Um, and and they, they're they setting this up as like, okay, it's your 16th birthday because we've already been in the forest and realized that your 16th birthday is when, is when you become a witch. So he's like, hey, it's your 16th birthday. I have a present for you. 
um, here is this candle that I have just for you. Yeah. And some angel. Um, it's some sort of leaf that is supposed to, uh, supposed to lift a curse placed on you. Yeah. And, and he's like, I know you go to the spot in the forest every year. Just go do that. Have fun. Yeah. So crazy kids. Every year, this little trio of girls has gone to the forest to do a birth, quote unquote, birthday ritual. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, they light the candle that was given to them by Gilbert, and guess what? It brings back the... Sanderson sisters! Woo! 30 minutes into the goddamn movie. 30 minutes in, and they come in with a musical number that is a re... That oh is my God. a rewritten version of The Bitch is Back by Elton John. Yes. Which, what the hell? Because <laughs> I was listening to this, and I love Elton John. I love Elton John music. I love this album that it comes from, and mm. I'm listening to this, and I'm like, you replaced one of one of the most obscure Elton John songs yeah. that is definitely not PG. Yeah into a Halloween song that Bette Midler can sing. And they only sing maybe, like, a chorus of it. And the rest is, like, drowned out by everyone else. They recorded the full song. Yeah. But, like, they replaced it with the bitch... They replaced the bitches back with the witches back. And I'm like... That was the tagline of this movie. Yes. But, like, what? I'm not saying it made sense. I'm just saying that's the tagline of the movie. I... Yeah, okay. (laughs) Like, like, listen. You are doing disrespect to my girl, Bette Midler. You're doing disrespect to my to Elton John. Like, to, what? It, yeah, and and like you. D- uh, so they they don't complete the song, and the girls are basically like, "We got to go." Yeah, we got to go. We we brought back some witches, <laughs> right? Because after they've like tried to blow out the candle, and then like an eternal flame happens, and then they're like, "Oh no, we gotta go." And then the Sanderson sisters are up to no good, and they're like, "Oh, their children gotta kill them." Honestly, it would have been made more sense for them to do Eternal Flame by the Bengals than this. Oh um, yeah, would have right? No, so so they're like. The, the Sanders sisters like, we gotta kill the children. And that's also another thing. That's a, a been a criticism that's been made by a lot of people is that the Sand sisters weren't evil enough in this movie. Mm. Which, to be fair, they weren't. Because they were, like, pretty... They weren't, like, like terrifying in the first one, but they were evil. Like, Sarah sniffs out children. She can smell them. Like, yeah. it was obvious. Like, like, there is a sense of dread. Not so much so that you as a child are like, oh, my God. Like, like, I'm terrified for the rest of my life and I have a complex. But, like, it's enough to, like, <laughs> give you some sense of, of, of dread. Right. The only dread in this movie is just, like, we kill people. And that's it. Like, it's not even, like, and it's so, like, offhand that it's, like, you don't even notice it. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Until, like, like an hour and whatever into the movie, you're like, wow, they've really been talking about killing people for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and they haven't done it yet. Um, so, so, basically, the girls... They're they're like we need children's blood and yeah. and they're like all right we got listen we we'll have bring a- you to the apothecary of we're, the modern world yes we're gonna not even an Ulta by the way which pissed me the fuck off because if you're taking someone to an apothecary and it's not Ulta or Sephora. You are doing it motherfucking wrong. What do you mean? Apothecary is the medicine. I understand that it's medicine, but if the whole thing was youth elixirs, ain't nobody Uh. thinking of Walgreens. (laughs) (laughs) Valid point. Valid point. I did not think of that. No. Yeah. They really, like, it makes sense because, like, medicine, apothecary, Walgreens, but, like, for eternal youth, they should have been brought to Ulta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not only should they have been brought to Ulta. Nope. 
the okay, if you're you're Disney, right? You're sitting there, you're an executive, and ain't nobody said, what is a popular, a popular youth, teenage, like like brand that that helps teenagers with acne. Nobody thought of Clinique. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody used the the yellow moisturizer. No, we brought out Walgreens because they sponsored. It, I'm so upset. I'm so upset about the missed opportunity that was not the Clinique yellow moisturizer because the age group that, that is supposed to be watching this also is teenagers. Yeah. And the way that you get them to use the proper products is put Clinique in that. Here's also the thing that bothers me about this movie is that this movie – that is an obvious nostalgia grab. Mm-hmm. So the first movie was designed for children. Mm-hmm. Like people watching, like the like the children watching that should be like Danny's age and then people who grew up on the movie. Um, this one is obviously for teenagers yeah. and for the adults. The Sanders and sisters are still acting like Scooby Doo villains, yeah. so they're so so. Dumb. Yeah. And that works for a movie that's designed for little, little, little children. Right. That doesn't work for a movie designed for teenagers and whatever because we, because there's no stakes, we lose interest. Yeah. You lose interest very quickly. So they go and they're getting the youth elixirs from, from the Walgreens and they're like doing funny, drinking it, doing funny bits, eating like face masks, which is is like funny. Um, There There was a good bit where, um, Kathy, I don't remember the sister's Mary mm-hmm. holds up holds up a face mask. She's like the face of a child, <laughs> and that was good. That was um, good. That like that was funny, and but also I want to understand how they got it out of the package so quickly. But anyways, so they um <laughs> so so then the the they they finally they, one of them Bette Midler decides to ask one of the associates like does this actually contain the souls of children and the Walgreens guy is like nah bro and meanwhile our lead two witches have gone to go get salt which is it it is a famous like thing of witch lore and like uh supernatural lore of like salt is a pure is is a pure element so that it protects against black magic did you know that it actually just protects against snakes which i think is what that comes from really yeah that so makes sense so if you put like salt uh like on your pathway and you live in like the country a snake won't get into your house uh it can't it'll like burn it'll burn the skin which i think is the same logic behind the witches yeah which if you yeah no that makes sense because like because like Honestly, most of witchcraft, most of witchcraft history is witches were the original doctors, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just like they were women, so um, they, of course they were prejudiced against. <laughs> right. Um. So so like, listen, like I appreciate the the evidence of the salt stuff because as a girl who grew up on su- Supernatural, like, hey, um, like it is it is a big part of that sort of supernatural world, mm-hmm. and like, but they also use the salt wrong. Yes, they do. Because they like they like trick the they trick the Sanderson sisters and like eventually like through past another musical number which is one way or another which again is a terrible song to choose for this wait 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 so first first they're in the Walgreens they find out that they don't have magic ah. and and or or that they didn't get souls and so then they put salt around themselves. Bette Midler is like, Bear! and and then the salt barrier is basically an invisible shield 
against them, which also is not how that works because it would just hit the ground. It wouldn't be a dome against you, but whatever. Then they go to the festival because they have found out that the mayor who looks like the old preacher. Yes, because he is a part of the the lineage. He's like a descendant from from preacher, whatever the, his name is. Yeah, Buster Bluth is is there. <sighs> is is at is at the thing. And while this is happening, also the girl who is estranged has decided to have a Halloween party that is unsupervised. <laughs> oh no! And. <laughs> They, they, they have to go find this man because they're they're just mad at him and they want to kill him. Also, they have, they they are now going to do something else. I I no, they were mostly just going to kill the kill the preacher because they tried to make Winnie. Because he tried to make Winnie marry a guy she didn't want to marry. Right. So they go, and that's when they end up in the in the costume contest for the Winifred sisters. Yes. So the Winifred sisters, the Sanderson sisters. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, no. So accidentally, because of course through hijinks, they are found themselves on stage in a Sanderson sister uh, lookalike competition where the only other competitors are drag queens and this one group of, like, 25-year-old chicks yeah. who, uh, and they're like, of course we are the best Sanderson sisters. And, like, the real Sanderson sisters are like, oh, my God, there's no way we're going to win this hands down. Uh, and then they don't. Yeah. Which is upsetting. It is actually upsetting. Because, so- like, I'm also like, you should have just given it to one of the drag queens because that is funnier and also yeah why like you had all of the drag queens so are you are like but also like they because they it was like they were trigger shy because because literally the one that i I don't know her name uh, oh mary 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 goes up to one of them who is definitely a man who has a beard and she's like Oh, is this what we look like? We look fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, girl, do your thing. Snap, snap, snaps for, for Mary. But then they don't give them the award. Which is upsetting. Because also it's like the, tw- the the young girls who win terrible costumes. They had they showed more f- screen time of like, w- like one of the drag, tre- uh, gra- drag queen troops that looks fantastic. Yeah. And I'm like... How did this win the Queer G Award? Like, how? Well, how? I think, I think they were just trying to throw a bone. Like, honestly. So so then they lose and they're upset. And so then they break out into song, as you do. I do it every time Target doesn't have what I need. Genuinely, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's one way or another. It's one way or another. And then basically the whole, everyone in the audience breaks out into a dance mob. Mm-hmm. to find the mayor because they put a spell on him to on them to find the mayor. Yes. And he has gone home, broken up the party. Yes. Because because the girls have have warned him so that they can quote unquote save him. Yeah. And of course, uh the the mayor's daughter who is their third friend who found the dumb boyfriend um, is like so mad that they ratted her out, but it's all for like saving her dad. Yeah. But then again, they also lure the Sanderson sisters back to his house and trap them with a salt circle in his garage. Yes, they do. After the party has been broken up. But this is also while uh, Gilbert has been sent on a mission by the Sanderson sisters. 
Oh, yes. Because they because they need all of these things in order to live eternally. Yes. So they put a curse on him along with a... Yes, uh, that's right. So so Gilbert has been basically moonlighting <laughs> um, and, has, and has given them the candle to trick the girls into bringing back the Sanderson sisters because he serves them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is trying to help the Sanderson sisters get the curse of like something maxima power get get you gumi um get you get you gumi um <laughs> great book by the way yeah um uh, uh. The, so so gilbert is trying to help the the sanderson sisters in in winifred's quest for for maximum power that was in the book yeah because Why? because he has he was actually there in the last movie in 1993 Oh, as a little boy. As a little, little boy. And he couldn't cast the spell himself because he wasn't a virgin. And they make a nice little nod to that. So he... Yeah, one little kid's like, what's a virgin? Yeah. And he's like, it's a person? Who hasn't done magic. Um, yeah. So, so basically, he can't cast the spell. So he's waited 16 years and basically groomed these girls into <laughs> into becoming witches. And I didn't even think about that insinuation. Wow, I hate this movie even more now. Yeah. Um, and into into lighting this candle, and all of this is revealed. The book is now alive again. He's like, oh, do you remember me? The book is can't speak because it's only an eye. And is like, yeah, whatever. And so then the the book is like hiding, and, he, and the book also doesn't want to do this spell for eternal life because he knows the secret and the reason why, because it's Ella Enchanted. Yes. It actually is. This entire movie could have been summed up by Ella Enchanted and is way more yeah. exciting. Because even, like, like the main girls of this story are not nearly as as interesting as the Sanderson, Sanderson sisters. Which I understand, like, you came here for the Sanderson sisters, you're staying for the Sanderson sisters. But if you're heralding in a new generation right. of witches, they have to be as quirky, as funny, as fucking phenomenal as these people. Right. And it would have been even stronger to make them as, as like, character, like, caricatures of, like, people, but from the modern era as the Sanderson sisters, because it's a direct parallel. Right, and they didn't do that. What they no. did was they said these are two, no, no, three normal girls, who, who that, got no, that witchcraft. was it. No, that was it. There are three normal girls, mm-hmm. and they happen to light a candle in a forest, and one of them happens to be a witch. So, well, no, but she's only a witch because she was in the sacred space on her sixteenth birthday. No, no, no. I think okay. This is what I think it is. I think that she, what has the birthline of a witch. Oh. But they didn't get into that at all. No. But, like, they should have. But, like, I think she does have the birthline of a witch because she is 16 and she did get her powers on that day. Uh. And she was in the sacred spot. But also, I think that you have to have the birthline of a witch in order to, like, that's why she has the affinity for it. Oh, I took from it that everyone does have powers in them. You just have to be in a sacred space to gain them. Maybe. I don't know. Because also, Winifred got powers, but the other two didn't get their full powers until they revisited the spot in the forest at the end of the movie. Right. But, yeah, that's true. So, I don't really know. The rules of witchcraft are very touch and go. They're very vague. It's a very vague system. So, basically, they 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 have they're back at the house, 
And and the Sanderson sisters are trapped. The Sanderson sisters are trapped. And as what when they were at the Walgreens, they have gotten a broom, a Swiffer, and two Roombas as their mm-hmm. means of travel. And because Mary had two Roombas, she's they're able to clean up the salt on the ground. Modern problems require modern solutions. Yeah. So therefore, the Roomba, and actually one of the smartest jokes of in the entire movie, like vacuum up the salt circle which sets them free mm-hmm. and meanwhile the two main witches now don't know about it so now we have to return back to the forest right um and then all while this all while the main plot's been happening by the way gilbert has uncovered billy butcherson because he has to get his head in order to complete the the magic of maxima yeah he has to he has to have the head of billy butcherson which is winifred's lover apparently mm-hmm. to complete the magic of maxima spell right so everyone converges back at the forest right the head has been placed in the in the magical spot we have the elixirs that we need we have the things that we need the Sanders sisters return and they start the process. Meanwhile, the our two main witches have rejoined Cassidy, Cassie, and and Somebody. like our our B our our like our like new generation of witches have all come together again and made up somehow. I don't uh, really know. It it was it was okay. So the reason so they make up because it, there's a scene where the boyfriend is like regrouping and he's he's like PTSDing, seen some shit, and he's like. He's like, oh, man, I didn't know I was making fun of you guys. I wasn't trying to make fun of you guys. I was just ridiculing everything about you and in a taunting way, but I wasn't trying to make fun of well, you. Well, okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. So what I read this is, I you obviously read this differently than I did. <laughs> so what I read it as is this girl got a new boyfriend, and they and the the main crew didn't like the, him just because he was a jock, and he was saying things like, "Man, you guys are weird," but but because you guys do like magic and shit, and he thought it was like a. I'm just trying to talk to these girls. They do something different than me, but I'm trying to talk to them. But of course, I'm a dumbass jock, so I don't know what to do about it. And that's what he says. And they were like, no, you saying what we do is weird is making fun of us. And he's like, shit, I got to go apologize to every single person in my life because I didn't know that that was not, I didn't know that wasn't a, um, that wasn't a conversational point. Right. Um, so, <laughs> like, honestly, the jock is my favorite because he's just dumb. He's but, just a dumb boy. Because, like, I honestly think it's just, like, I think what he was going, she's like, wow, this is a cool thing you do. It's weird, but it's cool. And he, they they just didn't, like, he just didn't connect. But, okay, but in the beginning, he freaks out. And he's like, you've, you've, you've done a Chipotle order on me. Now I'm scared. So I don't think it was entirely like, oh, uh, I was just pointing out things that are different about us. Oh, okay. To be fair, the, but the girl was intentionally trying to freak him out because he was like, "Y'all are witches," and she was like, "Yeah, we like." He was just like, "I'm, I just like use this crystal on this day," and then he started doing the test, and she was just like, "I'm gonna freak him out." Well, no, no, no. But that was after he was like, he was like, "How did you know that there was gonna be a pop quiz? You're a witch," and she was like, "It was deductive reasoning, you dumb fuck." Valid. Okay. So like, like, like she, okay. she's tried to be patient as she could. And he has just been like, ah, because yeah. because he is is a descendant of somebody. Oh, you know what? He's probably a descendant of um, Prior. Probably. 
That's that's probably something that they didn't say, but that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, she's probably descended of the person that Winifred was supposed to marry. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but I will say though, he is still one of the only characters that his arc made sense. Yeah. Because he went from shit, y'all are witches, can't, to damn. I just wanted us to be friends at least, because I'm dating your friend. Right. But but theoretically, he is still dating the friend. He's still dating the friend. The friend also didn't invite them to the Halloween party. The friend also... Yeah, the friend was a little bit of a bitch. Not a little lie. bit. Um, she didn't invite them to the Halloween party. She didn't miss her friend happy birthday. She also didn't get her friend a gift, even if she was mad at her or trying to make up with her. She, she, she didn't, like, think, like, that the phone call was real. Like, I, I didn't like the friend. Mm-mm. I was not I was not here for the friend. So they're they're in they're in the forest now. Yes. And and they're Madakanada Miskara something something. Yes. So they're so okay, the Sanders sisters have got their shit together a la Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have Doug Jones's head, which his stitches read kill, which is interesting. Um Yeah. <laughs> random fact. Um so they're doing the they're doing the ritual and they're getting all of the power that a witch could possibly have, even though the book has tried on multiple occasions to warn them against using this spell. Yes. And so now the new witches come in and try to stop them, but they've but but Winifred has already reached like done the entire ritual, so she has gained all of the power. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book at one point and like, what's her fucking face? <laughs> the main girl. <laughs> Oh. Damn, the girl who shares my birthday. Um, her name I'm is. I'm a terrible person. Uh, Becca. Becca. <laughs> Becca. Um, <laughs> Becca has at, like like steps in and just like, damn it, you guys, you can't do this. And they're like, we already did. Uh, but Becca like like through some sort of thing like reasons with the book and she's like, you, you only you can make the choice. Only you can prevent forest fires. Yes. And the book <laughs> decides. I knew where you were going with that too. <laughs> <laughs> and this, the book is just like, you know what, Winifred hasn't been that nice to me. So I'm going to go to this new witch and be her book. And we can never give a new name to the book because it's the book. It's the book. Um, um, anyway, so Winifred has like gained all the power and is going to wreak, wreak havoc on Salem. And Becca is like, damn book, you could have stopped her. And the book shows to Becca the, the warning. Uh, and we learn that that the because of the Magica Maxima pow, the spell, that Winifred is going to lose the things that she, she loves. loves. the most. And we thought that Be- it was Billy Butcherson, but it's not. It's not. Okay, listen. Because this is, this is Thanos. This is Thanos? And I'm upset. Because this is, this is them going to find the soul stone. And then, and then taking the thing that you love, Gamora. Sorry if you haven't seen this movie. Catch up from four years ago. Like, 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 find out it's Gamora and then has to die. And then it's fucking Scarlett Johansson. Like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It is. So, the, she, there's she's... There's no new movies. There's no movies. She's, she's going to lose the thing she loves the most. Uh-huh. Which is her sisters. So her sisters start 
start fluttering away, which I don't know why they decided did they, to write Sarah even dumber than the first movie. So, so, so wait a minute. So, so how do they how do they leave again? They, they are they're fluttering away like almost like a like a snap. Yeah, no, it very much, <laughs> except for it happens slower. Like it's not like consistent. Like we're turning into sand in the wind. It's like oh no, my fingers are gone. So, so oh no, my entire body's gone. So so like when so when like when Spider Man was like, I'm not ready to go, Mr. Stark. That one. I'm not saying you're wrong. I uh, I'm just upset. I know. No, I know. No, I I I know. But okay, it's fine. It's but fine. It's fine. So, yeah, they disappear, and Winifred is left by her lonesome self, and she's like, oh, shit, I've lost the people I truly care about. My powers mean nothing to my daughter and my sisters. But that the way I did it was even more dramatic than the way that it was received in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was really just like, my sisters are gone. What could I do? And so she, like, kind of half pleads with the book. She's like, hey you should bring my sisters back to me and uh is like upset about it and so the book turns to like to a new spell for becca to look at and it's a it's a spell that gives that like returns winifred to her sisters Mm -hmm. so winifred like so becca does the spell and winifred's just like where are my sisters did you do it wrong and she like starts to disappear and it's like oh and she's like okay with it yeah she's fine because Beth Mittler is old and she doesn't want to do a third one. And no, they, I, and I don't blame her. of the women have been like, I could maybe do a third one. <laughs> um. So like, yeah, and it's fine. And then, and then basically it ends. And then you see the the three girls walk off in the same way that the Sanderson sisters did. Yeah. In the same kooky way. And they're and like, where did we get this? Oh my god, it's from the Walgreens. Yeah. And then they and then they and then they're followed by the crow that followed the original Sanderson sisters into the forest the first time. Quote unquote Rebecca from Ted Lasso. Rebecca from Ted Lasso. So um and there could be a third one of these. No, there because then there's another shot of at the end, the end credits, because this is a Marvel movie. They go and there's an end credit scene and a with cat. cat. With a cat. With the same cat. Which is not I think it was Binks from the first one. Yeah. No, it's not Binks. That's just what I want it to be called. No, it's Binks. Is it Binks? Yeah. Damn, okay, cool. So it's Binks from the first one, except for his new name's now like Cobweb or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably going to be a third one of these, which, like, women and children prepare. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm just, I'm going to get into some of my thoughts with this, right? Yes. Number one, stop Disney. This, stop, stop getting, getting brown children that are the same brown as all of the other white and Hispanic children in the movie. Yeah. Because I... It's so upsetting to me where they go, well, see, we got a black one. Because it's the same, like, law of of if you have any black in you, you're black. Yeah. And it still sticks to this day, but in film. And it actually, like, really upsets me. Because it's like, you couldn't find an actual brown child. You found someone who was slightly tan. And not to discount this girl for being anywhere not black. Or whatever race that she actually is. But... At the same time, do better and and yeah. and get someone who has some some melanin, who can like do the same role because it's it's really ups- It's like it's for a role that you wrote no characteristics for. You could have used anyone. You could have used anyone, and it's and it's just like it's frustrating to me to watch that happen. 
Number two, um, the plot in this movie. So what I was expecting was that the preacher guy was actually reincarnated and he finally had a family now. Yeah. And and w- did actually remember the Sanderson sisters and was actually the villain all along. Yeah, because the way they set it up is the Sanderson's weren't evil enough. So you we really needed a bigger antagonist, mm-hmm. but we were never given this. Because even if it wasn't that he was, like, completely reincarnated, there was a weird bit where, like, the mayor was like, oh, my God, I could play along. I hate the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Like, if that was an awakening moment to actually, like, have the, the spirit of the Reverend come back. Right. That would have been so much more interesting and more worth my time than the bullshit that they put out right now. Right. Because the, the, the problem was that there was no, there was no actual scary villain. You're just watching these people struggle. Like, sort of threaten to kill someone. Yeah, but, like, not really. And they don't actually kill anyone. No one actually disappears. No, because that was also a thing of the first one. It's like, you knew she, they weren't gonna eat the child. But right. for a moment, you kind of were like, they might eat this child. Right. And, and like, it just needed to be a little scarier. And I'm not saying crazy scary. Mm-mm. But, like, a little scary. Like, because Disney did Avalon High. And if you've read the book or seen the movie, you kind of understand that, like, that trope could have been in place and reincarnation could have been in place because again rebecca from ted lasso never showed back up again no and we (coughs) we needed either the reverend or her to be the main villain yeah because it is a thing of when you have these iconic quote-unquote evil characters you eventually want them to become at least the anti-hero not Mm -hmm. necessarily the bad guy but at least the anti-hero yeah and so not having a true antagonist was really just a disservice to the movie because there was no, like, there was no even, like, even the learning moment of, like, my powers are not, are nothing if I don't have my sisters wasn't fully challenged because we didn't have a real antagonist. Right. Because if, 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 if she had, like, lost her sisters in that moment Mm -hmm. and then either, either Preacher Man came back or Son of a Preacher Man came back or... Or the or Rebecca from Ted Lasso, Lasso had come come back in the same forest, then you could have had a fight where she is does, alone is alone doesn't have her coven, and the girls who do have a coven are able, able to, to help her are able to help her and fight her and then send her home to her sisters. But instead, we get something that was very anticlimactic that didn't show the power of friendship or the power of sisters or the power of love which I fell asleep during this movie <laughs> so i had to finish this movie on a taxi two taxis two taxis and it just was so upsetting to me that there was not this is this is a major thing in like happening in sequels and revivals of movies that i really despise right now is that there are a lot of movies that are not willing to make that are not willing to make the characters evil enough to not make the stakes high enough yeah so that they don't actually have any emotional recall Mm -hmm. like because it's it's so disappointing because there's no because that's something that pixar has done well for years is that they capitalize on the fact there are stakes there are emotional stakes there is there is a bad thing that happens and then you pick up the pieces afterward right for some reason movies right now are not willing to go that far Mm -hmm. and i'm like it doesn't teach you anything other than Everything will turn out okay no matter what. No matter. Right. Yeah. And and they just put in so little. And it's like, it's not, like, 
this is a problem I had with Ray and the last fi- the last dragon or whatever that movie was yeah. is that it doesn't doesn't take the emotional beats to actually feed into the the humanity and the pathos of the audience watching so that you're kind of just like well a thing happened but it turned out okay and you're like it's not like a thing happened however will they recover from this yeah oh, it's still going to turn out okay. Like, there's no emotional payoff whatsoever. I'm kind of like, the movie ended? Cool. Cool. Because, like, the other thing that's, like, the trope that was happening was that we had a flashback. But what could have happened was we could have had a flashback in between when the Sanderson sisters actually arrived. And then we could have spent the first 15 minutes of the movie actually setting up the life of the new girl, Becca. Yeah. And her whole story and her mom and her dad and figuring out what was yeah. happening there. Or even drawn a par- like drawn a parallel between the two. Yeah. Because because like what's happened is now we have we have this girl who is set up for a sequel, we know, because it's Disney, with that has no background whatsoever. So they're gonna have to go back, redo the background of this girl in order for it to make sense. Mm-hmm. Because because they didn't spend any time in this movie because what they could have done was spread out the 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 flashbacks with the Sanderson sisters throughout the rest of the movie and done the background of this girl yeah first and then gone on the fact that we learn more about Cassie than the main witch of yeah. the coven is upsetting it is upsetting and it's just it was just like a lot of setup no payoff and a lot of just like we're going to get through this no matter what and we're going to make money because we're Disney not that there was any discernible plot or anything and like here's my thing it's like i am a person that believes that there are no true original stories the stories of of every movie of every book that you read are based upon like basic plot points of of stories long ago of greek myths of things that happen right but it's all with a modern covering over it to like actually to actually be relevant to today's modern age so pick the right story that you're basing this off of. Yeah. Because this was not the right story for this movie. If you wanted a movie, if you wanted a movie about sisterhood and everything else, you should have followed like more of a Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants act. Yeah. Not Marvel Thanos. Thanos. Great. Like what? It just didn't. No. It didn't make sense. Alrighty. So. That's our thoughts on the movie. So we we <laughs> we okay. So again, so sorry. We're gonna do better about eating ramen. We really do like ramen, but we were in New York again, and we watched this again, double feature. So we didn't eat ramen, so it's fine. But we did have the rosé. So we did have the rosé. So today's rosé was was Nineteen Crimes California rosé, Cali rosé, and brought to you by Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite rosé that we've had so far. It's so nice. It's, it's really good. It's really smooth. Whereas, like, the beach was, like, light and dry and, like, great for a beach day. This is fantastic. I could sit and drink this all day. This had, like, hints of, like, berries and, like, raspberries. and yeah. And just, it was really just It was good. a really full, smooth rosé. It was a really, and, and, and this was a 2020. Um, so, what would you rate the rosé? Like... Uh, uh, 12 out of 10 on the protection of sc- salt scale. Uh, 
That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Like, this would protect me from all of the dark magic of this movie. Yeah. Um, I I second that motion. I'm going to say a 12 out of 10 Roombas because... Because sometimes girls just got to get out. So, yeah. So, yeah, this was great. Um, And then... The movie itself. The movie itself. Some people were like, okay, there was someone on, what was it? I think it was Rotten Tomatoes then. <laughs> there was some critic that said, like, you know, it, it, it capitalizes on the hokiness of the magic of the first movie. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Mm-mm. None of the magic was similar to the first movie. And it just didn't, It none of the nostalgia, like I saw what they just did with, with the nostalgia, but they didn't choose the right songs and no. they didn't choose like the right moments to really capitalize on like what made the Sanderson sisters the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Because also the they did not appear enough in this movie. Because like the <gasps> amount of dialogue that was said between them was like very few words. And like it actually gives me hope as an actor that I won't have to memorize lines that much because they didn't say right? anything. Like they barely said oh. words. And like what obsessed me too is that there was a moment where like Sarah Jessica Parker stands up and it's just like, well, I am not a foolish woman and I am a loyal and trustworthy sister and I deserve to be seen as such. And like that, if you had taken that little moment yeah. and and magnified it to be like a major plot point of the movie, it would have been so much yeah. more interesting to have like this internal struggle between the characters yeah. rather than have it for a moment. Yeah. And also, the th- what they did was they were trying to show that they didn't age between the two movies. So they didn't do a lot of close-ups of their faces. And it was a lot of very fast cutaways. And it's like, we get it. They're not supposed to look older, but then spend the CGI budget to do that, like, Morgan Freeman thing that they did in Captain Marvel where he just looks younger. Um, Yeah. Because, like, it... it, Yeah. But anyways, what would you rate the movie? I would... Honestly, I gave the movie, like, a... Three. Oh damn! Like a three because it's not. It's it's like I don't know. It's not enjoyable, <laughs> but it's like it's not the worst movie I've seen. Like mm-hmm. it has some semblance of structure. The CGI is genuinely like okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the worst movie in the world, but like it's it is disappointing compared to the first. And I do think that most of it relies in. The writing and not necessarily a director. The director is Anne Fletcher, who also did yeah. the proposal and 27 Dresses. Great movies. Yeah. Which, like, the shots of this movie, pretty good. Great. Like, the actual, like, trying to, like, like the connection that is made between people, pretty good. Yeah. But the writing just falls flat. Yeah, it really does. So, a three out of ten, what? Three out of ten, um, uh, 16th birthdays. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I'm actually going to go higher than you this time. Really? Because, I'm going to be honest, so, because I, if you view this as a standalone movie instead of a sequel, and you have zero nostalgia about this movie, like I do, um, and then you watch it straight after From Dust Till Dawn, which was fucking terrible, um, then I'm going to give this movie a five out of ten. Wow. Um, a five out of ten black magic candles. Wow. Um, um, Hocus Pocus is kind of like, like, okay, so Rotten Tomatoes kind of puts us in between the two. The The tomato meter is 61% and the audience score is 54%. So mm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's definitely like it's not yeah it's not like the cult classic like it's not a no. movie that i think everyone will be watching every halloween no but like it's it's not it's not terrible to get through you can get through it yeah like well i couldn't i fell asleep you fell asleep but like I was like, oh, haha, funny, like funny little quippy jokes. Like, I kind of, like. It was a decent modernization of the original, but it just didn't follow through with actual, like, mood, like, like, with actual meaning behind it. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was that. What are we watching next week, Daria? I don't know. What are we on for next? So, so we've kind of done our everything. Yeah. What are we, are we doing then? action movie next are we doing a uh, 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 like kids straight to dvd are we doing like some random like what are we doing i'm picking and it's going to be um a C- cinderella the brandy version oh my god so okay <laughs> everything that has that has gone wrong the last two episodes is going to be fixed by brandy's version of cinderella yeah because that movie is a masterpiece that movie is you, so good if you did not grow up on brandy's cinderella like strap in sit down rent it buy it because it, it is that good it's on disney plus listen i i petitioned myself personally i wrote disney so much on twitter and on instagram saying to put this movie on disney plus because i thought it was a shame that it wasn't it's so good and it's so good and it is also has broadway stars action movie star it's a stacked ass Whit- cast Whit- whitney houston produced this movie uh, it's so good and i think we need a really good one because like the last couple have been a little rough so that's what we're watching um i love you forever and always for having <laughs> for like choosing this one as the next one i'm so excited yay oh my god it's gonna be so good okay so really quick what has been on your radar what has given you delight has there anything in social media or in pop culture anything that has given you delight this week oh god um books movies um jesus i i you go first because i gotta think apparently okay so um something that has given me delight and love um i'm trying to think uh oh you know what okay while you think I actually do have one. Okay. Um, a tie-in to this week. So Brandon Sanderson, very lucky that his name corresponds. Um, he he is a science. He is a sci-fi writer that I love. I adore. Um, I very recently finished. Um, what was it? He has he has sort of a new book series, which is the Skyward series. Um, yeah. So it goes Skyward and Starsight. If you want a book recommendation, read the series, especially if you're a young female who loves sci-fi brandon sanderson writes likes very good uh female driven sci-fi where Mm. it's like it's a full character um it's it's magical it's mystical it's wonderful it gives it has like the same feeling as ender's game but from a female perspective and it's like really good writing okay really genuinely good writing brandon sanderson everyone um so, in honor of the queen, I actually have been re-watching The Crown. <laughs> Vibe. Um, and you know what? The first time you watch it, you're like, oh, this is really slow. But the second time you watch it, you're, like, really into it. And so, I'm, I'm just going to plug The Crown again because I just really enjoy The Crown. And also, I'm also going to plug Veep because if you watched Hocus Pocus, like, literally... 
a lot of people who are in Veep are in this are in the movie, and you get to watch them just cuss so much, and it's so great. Vibe. And and I love Veep. So if you haven't watched Veep on HBO, um, definitely do that. Um, alrighty, and then where can they find you, Daria? They can find me at GoodHop28 on the things. Where can they find you, Tabitha, my dear? Um, they can find me on Tabitha underscore the one and only. Um, and then you can find our podcast on at Ramen and Rosé podcast on Instagram. And then you can also find the same thing on the interwebs. Um, hopefully... Um, you like, subscribe, and leave a review. That really helps us if you leave a review because um, then more people will listen to us. So please leave a review. That's great. Um, and then um, do, you have, do, you ha- do you have any projects coming out soon? Do, uh, not as of right now. I don't. Do you, yeah. Okay. All righty. Um, but we're, we're doing it. We're out here. We're out here. We're trying. We're actresses. So if you are a producer... Or a uh, 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 a manager or something. We could use some help. So please, we would like it. Thank you. Um, the 19 crimes has kicked in. Um, alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> alrighty. Um, Have a wonderful rest of your day whenever you're watching this. Um, listening. Or listening. Well, I- your dad watched it, which is funny. Um. <laughs> Um, if you have been staring at the photo for the last hour, like, congrats to you. You did the same thing as my father. Yeah. Uh, but we love you. We hope you listen and subscribe and continue to watch. Yeah. And listen. And listen. Um, and we hope you have a great day. Um, that's it for us. So, blah de blah blah Magica Madala Miskana Madara. Yes, and everything in between. Good, yeah. good night. Good, good night. What they're saying? No. Magic is like Ithaca. Ithaca Magica Mystica Magica. Yes. Magic Manana Mystica Magica. Manana. No, no. Okay. Bye. She went to the bathroom. Oh no. I have to pee again. Well, we drink a lot of wine. I'm surprised that they let us do this. I know. Well, we had a 15 minute, um, like buffer. We did. Wow. We went on a whole tangent there during.